0: Baker Mayfield, undraftable, off my board. The Cleveland Browns select Baker Mayfield. What a beautiful throw by the Baker. Big Hasta la vista,
1: baby! touchdown! Steve, what's happening? Welcome into tonight's post-game, Browns. Uh, post-game Browns, uh, I don't know, uh, misery session. It's a 24-22 loss to the Green Bay Packers. Um, I will open the floor to you, my friend, and let me have your immediate reaction to this thing, as we haven't haven't heard from you before the show. Hopefully, first of all, Merry Christmas to everybody. Please don't let this ruin your Christmas, man. Like, just hopefully you had a great day. Hopefully you had a great Christmas before this, Steve, but give us your reaction uh,
0: if you want. I mean, yeah, Yeah, first of all... Let's be angry about it. Be disappointed. Be frustrated. But then, half an hour from now, go talk to your family. Go hang right. out. Go have a good time. It's just football. Um, but as far as the game itself, I, I mean, how how many different ways can we say the NFL comes down to quarterback play? I mean, it, look at you. Look at the statistics. You look at just the eye test of watching the game. There's, there was really no point where the Browns were getting overwhelmed, or you thought, you know, this is going to take a miracle. They move the ball. Even in the first half, you know, when they were down, they moved the ball up and down the field, just shot themselves in the foot. And the difference in the game uh, was, uh, you know, well, two things, really. The, the missed kick, which caused the two-point conversion, and that's the final difference on the scoreboard. But, you know, 12 is greater than six. I, you know, you could say that as a mathematical equation and as a quarterback equation. Aaron didn't make any mistakes, and Baker did. Now, of course – he hasn't practiced in 2 weeks he's played one game in a month the shoulder yada yada i get all of that that's all and it's not an excuse you got to take it into account but at the at the end of the day it's a results business and uh they were what 15 yards from having a shot to to beat the number 1 seed in the NFC on the road with no no offensive line basically no weapons i, I mean I, you got to make a play I, you know i nobody cares play uh, make one more play that that's what it comes down to um i I don't know how many other ways we can say it you know he just whether you want to blame other stuff or just say that he's not good he he wasn't good enough today and that's what it comes down to
1: yeah yeah i think the stats in front of you show some things right cleveland goes for 28 first downs has by far their best third down percentage of the season steve they go seven of 12 Hold green bay only 19 first downs and three of 10 they go for 408 yards. Green Bay goes for 311. The Browns run eight more offensive plays, average more yards per play. The difference is the category that I have covered for you. It's four turnovers, right? Because if they're not just turnovers. You could take those four and ship them to punts the same way Green Bay did. But those turnovers have huge impacts. And And when Baker has turned the football over early in games, we have seen it have ramifications on the rest of the team, filters out to them. Mm. To a defeated sort of feeling, now, I thought they battled pretty well in this game, Steve. I thought they fought when their backs were against the wall and and uh really had a chance to overcome the three turnovers up until the last one. But you know, like you said it's a it's a make or miss league. I know the nBA's slogan is that, but the NFL's that way too, and yes, you can say two things: there was clearly holding on the final play, oh, clearly. Hundred yeah. percent, an absolute miss call, but also point out that there's a throw the snap two snaps before it that to Nijoku, yeah, d- that doesn't even happen. That d- you don't have to throw of that course. ball
0: to DPJ. So, and that was far from the only one of those. How many plays? Oh I mean, my goodness. And that That's part, a, as as poorly as he played today, and I'm not. There's no excuse. You could see how many throws today were off by, you know, half a yard inside when the guy turned outside like that kind of stuff. And that's like, I don't know if rustiness is the right word, but Jake, you know, you need reps. Mental reps are great and everything, but you got to get out there and you got to do it. You could just see he was just he just wasn't good enough. But yeah, Yeah. I mean, that was one. And then, of course, either the play before the interception or two plays before. I can't even remember at this point. I'm so uh, bamboozled at this moment. Um, If that throw on the screen pass gets through the thicket of arms, they had a mm-hmm. wall out front. I mean, you know, just it was it was right there for them to win, and they did not make enough plays, period. I mean, that's it. And, you know, most of it today uh, uh, falls on Six's shoulders. I, th- there's really no way around it, I, you know. And that being said, if they make that holding call there, now you're in long field goal range. Doesn't the guard yeah. make it? whole other story. I don't know. Yeah. I was nervous mm-hmm. about it coming down to a field goal, Uh, especially a long one uh, before all that, that happens. But uh, you know, if you, if you make a couple plays ahead of that, then that play, like you said, it doesn't matter. It doesn't even unfold that way.
1: Yeah. Didi Nyberg, you're right. He did miss Njoku twice. He threw that little sail route to the left side. He missed him behind. They, They ended up getting a first down on that before, before it all came to, but nonetheless, like, Here's where we're at. I think people are mad at two people, Steve. They're mad at the head coach, again, because obviously the head coach gets blamed for everything. And they're also mad in Baker. And and to me, I will say this. I I staunchly believe in Kevin Stefanski. I think he's really good at at what he does. But I'm not sure 36 – this is just a general statement by me. I think 36 pass attempts with the way Baker Mayfield was playing is probably not great. They were running the ball pretty well. Now, how well Nick is able to carry the burden, Steve, of 17 carries uh, and how many targets? He had four targets in the passing game for 58 yards. I don't know. I'm not behind closed doors, so I don't know. I still think Dearness Johnson's a more than capable runner. He goes four for 58, as you see on the screen in front of you. I'm not sure I think I could complain if I wanted to complain that they're throwing Baker too much because two things. One, he's not very good. Just whatever you want to rub it on for whatever reason is is he's is, is not very good. And two, it's like I they're they're shorthanded in that department so my point is this I think you could be bothered by how much they're throwing it I get that but I wonder like how much of Nick is healthy or not healthy I don't know I I I don't know all I'm saying is this is a game where I left thinking they probably could have run a little bit more but again teams are giving the Browns throwing options Steve it's their all game and like As a play caller, it's extremely challenging to sit there in your mind and say, I know if I call this play, it's going to be open. Can my quarterback hit it? That's a completely other decision, but I know it's going to be open. And then, and then, and then like, you know, from there it's, well, he can't call it because of his quarterback. Well, then you want him to come up with some other way to get people wide open? you know, that's a real challenge. And maybe, maybe Kevin's falling to the temptation of, I know we can have these throws. These throws are there to be made. I just got to call them and we'll see if Baker can do it or not. And we'll judge it at the end of the season. Like, right. We'll put it all out on the table, Steve, give him every opportunity. And he's either going to prove it or he's not going to prove it. And that's what they're, maybe that's what they're saying. I don't know. Uh, I just know that, Given some situations with some timeouts they had late, yeah, there's probably, there was probably some opportunities to run the football. Like a couple times they got down on drives in the second half inside the 30 by running the football. And then, you know, they kind of started to throw it and Baker can't throw it. Like he's just, cons- he's too inconsistent. So I don't know, Steve, I'm at a crossroads. I thought in this game, they could have run it. I'm not blaming anything on Stefanski, really. I think there's an angle you could take for they could have done more with the run game uh, because it was, I mean, they were having success all over the field, whether gun or under center, wide zone, whatever, Steve, it was working. I just, 36 pass attempts when your quarterback is playing that bad is hard to swallow. Maybe he needed to cut back. Maybe the Packers were like, hell yeah make him throw because the Packers baited him into a couple interceptions, right? Like they clearly baited him into a couple, three of those interceptions. I thought were played beautifully. The first one, the safety beautifully sold the undercut on the over route and, and turned and, and broke on the deep. The second one, um, the second <clears> one, I think was on the, the, the ball to Landry left side. Um, no, what was the second one? Hi, don't worry about that one. The one on the left side on the, on the wheel out or, or rail route, where that was just a terrible throw. I don't think Baker ever saw Rasul Douglas on that. He he sold, he was going in a post. So you get a post and a wheel behind it. He sold inside and then turned his hips and came back and picked it off. Another great baited throw. And then we all know what happened on the last one. And then there was another one that was another clear interception, Steve to Hooper, Do you recall that one? Yeah. That was beautifully baited by the backside corner. So all I know is that, I think, I think Kevin is putting open receivers on the field. This is where it's really challenging for him. He's putting open receivers on the field. And as a play caller, if you know in your mind, I can put open receivers out there, I, I have to call it. It's so hard not to call it. It's so hard, Steve. Yeah. So it's like maybe there needs to be a 45 carry Nick Chubb. Game. I don't know what he's capable of doing. I don't know what Nick is Whereas he's come, he's come back from the the the, the COVID list himself. I, well, I don't, that's the thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He's been off the field a lot. Where people are like, "Why is Nick not on the field?" Right. Nick's taking himself off the field. You like, can see, and you, you can see,
0: see it uh, several times. They showed him uh, close-up shots on the side. You can see him. He's struggling to breathe. He, he he's struggling to catch his breath, and that's why he was taking himself out. Now, is that uh, an excuse to not go ahead and give Ernest the ball? You know, that's a good. That's a good uh, point. He's good enough you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. But again, and we've said this all year, this is not a new thing. People want to say, Oh, it's the play calling. And then they turn around in the next sentence and say Baker's missing wide open receivers. Well, if there's guys wide open, it's not the play call. I mean, we, we've we been, we've said this so many times. Uh, so, you know, you can make multiple arguments. I think everything you said is absolutely true. And I think, We're gonna have to go back, and I'm curious to see your uh, your all twenty two look on that last drive because once they got to midfield, once Chubb got that uh, first down uh, that they had to come out and measure for there on that last drive, Green Bay knew you know 15 yards and and they're gonna kick a field goal to potentially beat us. So I want to see. I was too caught up in it and too fired up at the first watch there to see were they stacking the box, were they dare you know I don't know. Maybe that's why they went around away from the run because a lot of people are asking, and I was. Saying the same thing. If you're running the ball down the field, you got three timeouts with a minute left and you only need to get into field goal range. Or, you know, keep, keep running the football. Absolutely. But were they, like you said, when the defense comes out and gives you like the pass to Najoku? I, I don't know They're how open, you can look. I don't open. know how you can look at that first pass to Najoku that was there, open, right there and missed by half a yard and yeah. say, oh, they should have run the ball. No, they should have executed the freaking play that was open, yeah. you know? Now, I, I get, as a concept, run the ball I get it completely. But specifically in that play, I, I don't know how you do that. So, I don't know. I, I, it's This has been the most frustrating year because they're down, you know, how many guys? The offensive line is playing all over the place. they got guys playing in spots they've never played. They're all over the And they're still, you know, right in the game uh, on yeah. the road against the number one seed in the in the nfc so i it's just so frustrating it, you know it's it's so frustrating and today it goes on i i really don't see how you don't put today's game on six i i just i don't see how you don't do it you know i i i really as somebody mentioned before and i was going to say it before um the one really nice ball that he threw it would have been a great catch but he got his hands on it the the leaping ball to dpj like the beginning of the fourth quarter, end of the third quarter, somewhere in there that would have put him inside the 10. Um, He's got to catch that. If you want to be the guy that we all think DBJ can be, he's got to catch that ball. Some of the other stuff he was asked to catch, you know, would have been miraculous. So you can't throw that on him, but he needs to catch that ball. Um, But then you flip it around. And if he makes what six, probably half a dozen, open throws that were just thrown on the wrong side of the guy, thrown too late, thrown too early, (laughs) thrown too high. He threw off of his back foot a ton today. I know you saw it too. His mechanics were all over the place. He was trying to throw all arm quite a bit today, and I'm not sure why. Um, But uh, regardless of why so many plays in the passing game were missed, that's what it comes down to. That was the difference in the game. Aaron Rodgers made enough plays to win. Baker Mayfield didn't. It's as simple as that.
1: It's always tight, man. It's real. It's really always tight. These NFL games, sometimes these, you know, butt, butt kickings happen, but, like, they're, they're so often, and that's why you look at teams year to year who maybe a team could be better next year than they were the year before. How many close games did they lose? Oh, How many one-score games did they lose, right? I mean, the defense, Steve, in the second half, holds the Packers to three points. I mean – I was frustrated with Joe Woods in the first half about not helping on 17 because that guy's otherworldly and Mm -hmm. why wouldn't you help on 17? But like, you know, it helped that Adams dropped that ball there in the fourth quarter that was in his hands is perfectly placed. But yeah, I think it's like, to me, it's so hard. And I think we underestimate how hard it is to have schemed up throws often have throws that you, you you know like I know it's open well all we have to do if you're as a play caller having to overcome your quarterback and the defense that's hard man it's really really hard and you're always going to be on the wrong side of things it's always going to be on the wrong side of things and again if you're saying and uh, listen there's no doubt that the easy answer here is to just try to run the ball more. Now, granted, they have run the ball terribly in the last seven or eight weeks. Until terribly. today, yeah. they did run it well today. So all the players tweeting, I see uh, Rick uh, 1071. The players tweeting to run the ball, cool. But do you know why they're saying to run the ball? And I mean, do I have to spell it out for folks here? Why are they saying run the ball in the modern NFL? You don't have faith in your quarterback, man. And if you don't have faith in your quarterback, where are you going as a team? You're really going nowhere. The Colts, fun story, Steve. Cool story. Mm -hmm. Taylor might win the MVP. Carson Wentz has never taken them anywhere. They're a capped out team. The Browns right now, if your constant complaint is that your quarterback can't do the basic stuff, it's because your quarterback stinks. Yeah, (laughs) Rick, their whole... Defense isn't good, man. Their whole defense is terrible. It's really not that hard. There were open receivers plenty of this football game. Yep. So, you, you, cool. You can run the ball more. That's fine. They should have. I'm saying I thought 36 pass attempts ended up being too much for Baker, but you can't sit here and say that the pass defense that Green Bay puts on the field is really good. They're not. It, it, they're not. They were bad. Oh, this was so a this 30 is,
0: plus game is from a play calling standpoint. This was a uh, 30 plus uh, point game from easily. You could argue from a 40. You standpoint. could argue 40. Yeah.
1: Four drives that get cut short throwing the football to the other team. So, you know, again, if we want to argue that they should run it more because the quarterback sucks completely get it. I get it. You want to do that? Fine. But then we're ignoring the elephant in the room, Steve. The elephant in the room is that you still don't have a quarterback. Yep. So we're back to looking to try to fix that issue because that's all we're talking about. The quarterback, the quarterback, the quarterback can't do it. So the coach has to overcome the quarterback all the time. It's hard, man. It's really hard. And I don't know what else there is to really say about it. Well,
0: and the pickle that the front office is in is because, you know, next year is the last year of the contract and all the other stuff. How much is the shoulder? How much is the broken bone? How much is the uncertainty at wide receiver? How much is, The offensive line being, you know, in and out and in and out and in and out. There are legitimate things that you could say if you, you know, if you're trying to make you sit down and play devil's advocate and say we need to keep Baker Mayfield and all that. If you wanted to look at it from that point, there are legitimate things that you can say you can't really give a true eval from this season. But do you have the luxury of of waiting? I don't know. But and then the other question is people just say, oh, they just need to go out and upgrade. It's not that easy. We spent 20 years trying to find this guy, you know, I, who out there is, you know, clearly. And I'm not saying, you know, you could argue back and forth, blah. blah. I'm saying clearly the upgrade that you go out and sell the farm to get. I, I don't know that that guy is out there. And if you say Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson, I you know, they're not coming here. OK, they're not coming here. And Deshaun Watson has a whole host of legal issues before I will even entertain that discussion. So, you know, it's I, I don't know that there, there is somebody out there or not. So the, the front office and this draft class, if you're thinking about the draft class, does not offer a ton of options, especially where there are likely uh, to be picking. So it's a real pickle for this front office this offseason. So we have been saying for months and I, I still, after all of this, come down in the same spot unless something bizarre happens in the offseason. I think they run it back, let them come back hopefully healthy at the beginning of next year and play out the contract here. I, I don't know where you fall, but I think that's still where the odds say this all ends up. Now, will they bring in more competition? Will they bring in a, a Mariota? Or I've seen people talk about Jimmy G or you know, whoever. It doesn't matter. N- name your guy. They're not going to bring in a top tier guy. They, they might bring in somebody uh, middling to try and push him and, and that kind of stuff. That I could see, but the odds still point, I think, and I, I think you're probably still with me on this, Jake, that if you step back realistically and take all the emotion and everything out of it, there's really not another tremendously better option that's staring us in the face.
2: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: There is not. There is not a better option that is staring us in the face as we think about this. And again, we are just... We're, we don't even know. Steven, I see that some of these options come up in the offseason. They come out of nowhere, guys. Are You know sure. what I'm saying? We don't know. It's it's not even a discussion right now. Said it in the pregame show. The way that this thing is structured, there's, there's you know, Baker's at an 18 and some change cap hit next year. The only way they get off that cap hit is to trade him. You're not going to trade Baker in the offseason if you bench him. i can just tell you that right now. So they're not going to bench him. Stefanski said it in the postgame. Not going to bench him. He's our quarterback. Never considered it. They'll run it through this year. Do I think that there will be actual conversations about another quarterback coming here? 100%. I didn't think that would get here, but there is not a doubt in my mind. They're going to look at other quarterbacks, whether they are drafted one. Have been for a while. Yes. They're either going to talk about drafting one, trading for one, or signing one. What that does for Baker depends on who's available. right? Right. What, what is available to them at the time that they decide to make a decision on the whole fate, but they're at least at the bare minimum considering other quarterbacks. And that's something we did not want them to get to, but it is in their lap and it's not just the shoulder. It is so much more that causes concern so much more. So again, um, kind of, kind of, kind of back to the crux of this whole game, you know, I do think, Steve, we have to talk about the defense, which again, shorthanded. I don't know how many snaps certain guys had. I don't know how many miles had. I, I don't have snap count numbers quite yet. Yeah, miles was clearly
0: not miles either. Yeah,
1: I thought they just, I, again, I just want to give them a shout out. Three points in the second half allowed. And although clearly playing guys that they don't, they did not want to play this year in certain positions. Um, you know, Joe Woods finds a way. They find a way uh, to get it done. Again, I tweeted out early in the, I think at halftime, I really didn't like how they were playing Adams. They were just single covering mm-hmm. him wherever he went, by whoever was in the zone or whoever was in the in the spot. So that part of it was frustrating. I have to go back and watch, Steve. I don't know if they did some different stuff. Even on the ball, Adams tried to catch up the left sideline where he, he shook Greedy so badly on that release. I thought Greedy might just, just fold it up for the day. That was Mm -hmm. really ugly, Uh, but they did have over-the-top help coming. So um, I don't know. We'll have to go back and see if they did any adjustment there, but the defense deserves kudos. That Even when they see the offense turning it over, their quarterback turning it over three times in the first half, they came out all the way, were nails, nails until the very end, and again showing me that continuity on the defensive side of the ball is what this team continues to need. They're good enough back there to be real contenders. In my opinion, I do think they have a defense. It's not the best defense in the NFL. It's not, but I'm saying they're good enough to win plenty of football games as, as a defense, I, I think especially healthy.
0: I mean, you look yeah. at it, uh tax, not there. Clowney's not there. Half of miles. Isn't there, you know, was that, could that have been the difference in the game? If those three guys were there and healthy and terrorizing opposing, terrorizing Aaron Rodgers the way they have terrorized people all year. Maybe, I don't know, you know, does, does six play the exact same game? Then it might not have made any difference. I, you know, but I, I'm with you a hundred percent that the defense, whatever you want to say, I mean, you can, and any game you can nitpick this drive or this player that, I mean, they weren't perfect. Clearly they gave up 24 points, but they gave their team a chance to win, which is all you can ask. Really? Um, I I don't know. I, I just, it, it's so frustrating. It's so, close i that's oh it's so yeah and and people are there's going to be people mad at me there were people mad at me on twitter when i said this halfway through the third quarter go chiefs go Bengals. because as 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 amazing as it is to believe it's far from over so you know if we get two games of help tomorrow they don't quite control their own destiny but basically pretty darn close if they can somehow find a way to rally and win these last two. So I, you know, if you want to shift the discussion over to what's still ahead of them uh, you know, that that's where I fall. We said before this game, we've been saying this since the, since the Raider game, this not, a, it'd be great. It opens up more possibilities if they can somehow win in green Bay, but it was not a quote unquote must win as far as the division is concerned. And and that's the way it played out. So just, uh, just incredibly frustrating. Uh, just an unbelievably frustrating situation. And you wonder, you know, obviously if it's 24-24, if Nagar doesn't miss that, uh, you know, the opening uh, extra point and then they kick the other one and it's 24-24, they're obviously going to approach that last drive differently. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a, and, and it's hard to believe if Aaron Rodgers, you know, quote-unquote has to score on that, that they're going to stop him the way that they did. But, you know, I... I they did what they had to do. The defense did enough to win that game. Everybody did enough to win that game, boy, except Baker Mayfield. I just, you know, and I don't want to pile. I don't want to pile on him. Um, and yeah. I haven't seen what he said in the postgame. He I don't owned know, up to it. I'm watching but it. I hopefully That's I, what I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping he stepped yeah. up and said, hey, you know, my teammates picked me up and I didn't do it, you know, the yeah. leadership type stuff. That's what I'm hoping he said. But, yeah, this was this was clearly, again, you know, 12 is greater than six. That's just – that's that's what this one came down to
1: yep um and he did i i kind of said it when you were talking there my my bad steve he he did say i didn't listen to the whole thing but i hurt this team there's no excuse i mean there's nothing else you can say other than just not showing up for the post game i mean there's no way to spin right. it right so um i just want to reiterate that, that clearly tonight is on the back of the quarterback turning the football over too much because if you eliminate even just one of those i think you have a real chance to win this game yep this team, as frustrating as it is, is probably – now it could change. They're going to reshape some rooms, wide receiver, a couple other things. They're probably going to have the same run it back season next year. Like Again, I really don't think as, – as frustrated as I am, and I've been very critical of Baker for, for months now, he's going to probably be the quarterback next year. It's going to probably happen. He's at 18, and I don't know that anybody's going to trade him – uh, trade for him so you're you're looking at like a 98 percent chance he's your quarterback next year so give him a healthy year let him run it back and see what happens I, I mean I think that's the thing we're looking at here they're in a bunch of these games they're not far off it's so frustrating we're frustrated with you but I it's hard for me to envision guaranteeing you guys as we sit here on December 25th Hey, they're gonna have somebody new under center next year. I just don't think we know that. So, yeah, can and- Baker? The question is, Steve, can Baker regain the form we saw the last two years, two two thirds of last season when he started to come on and hit all of those layup plays, take what the defense was able to provide to him, not miss those on top of other tough situations. That's my question. There, not. I just, I just don't see him eating eighteen million in cap money, Steve. That's if you. The only way you get off of Baker Mayfield is trade him. Right. That, that's the only way you get out of the cap hit. They're going to swallow 18 million. Nobody's done that. We've talked about how nobody does the fifth year. No quarterback, Steve. Again, Lamar, we talked about in the pregame. Lamar is still kind of lingering. I, I fully expect them to have a huge deal with Lamar in the offseason. I'm not here to give opinion on Lamar. It's going to happen. They're going to give him a deal. There's not been a quarterback play on the fifth year option. Not one. In the new contract era. Not, they've either not been picked up or they've been signed. They don't play on it. So this would be the first guy. Kirk Cousins played on all those franchise tags, but Kirk Cousins was, what, a third-round pick? So he didn't have a fifth-year option. And that was, I think, even before. Maybe that was the st- really at the, at the start of the New York Econchurch. But my point is, it, we're, we're treading into uncharted waters. I do not see a deal getting done this offseason. I, I guess I could. I don't see a deal getting done this offseason. So you're playing him out on $18 million. And again, you cannot just cut him. He has to be traded. Do you think that the other teams aren't watching what we're watching? <laughs> like, it's hard to envision, right? So he's well, back. I, and I think that's the thing, too. He doesn't have to be Aaron Rodgers.
0: He just, like you said, he just needs to make the layup plays like he did last year during that run. That's all he's got to do is just make the schemed open plays. And this offense can be good enough, especially with the way the defense is going, to win a ton of football games. Can he do it? I don't know. I have no idea, uh, but you know, we've said this for a while now and people get angry uh, because you know, they want us to p- apparently jump on the same bandwagon and go cut him, get rid of him. We got to have somebody else. I don't care who It can't get any worse. Oh, it can get much worse. We've seen that for yeah. 20 years. Okay. But unless like at this time last year, nobody saw the Matt Stafford move coming. And there's accurate. usually something like that that happens out of nowhere, but it's, out of nowhere. So we can't sit here right now and say, Oh, you know, so-and-so is going to get trade. I, I, that, that doesn't make any sense with the information we have available to us right now. I, like you said, I remain exactly where we are. It's probably going to be him at the start uh, of camp next year. Um, And the other thing that I would just like to say, because, and no one here has done it, at least that I've seen, Uh, I'm trying to catch the chat, but it's moving pretty quick. Um, I've seen some people on Twitter, oh, we got to fire the coaching staff. We got to make wholesale change. If you think, if you can watch this team be this close and think they got to make wholesale changes and blow it all up, then we really have nothing to talk about. They they are far from a, you know, tear it down and rebuild it, okay? They are Mm -hmm. a couple players away on defense and the quarterback question on offense, really. I mean, and, and, you know, some wide receiver help as well, too. So, you know, I, I... I I don't even know what to say anymore. I I really don't even know. There's nothing to say. There's nothing to say anymore. They have to be better at the quarterback and wide receiver position, period. That's just it. That's the difference in all of these six points or less or seven points or less games, whatever it is, the touchdown or less, they've lost, I think five or six times this year. That's the difference that that's been the difference in these games so far this year. So how, how do you fix that in one off season barring some giant miraculous trade? I, I, I can't sit here and tell you that I don't know. I, and there's no help. There's no expected help in the draft class. If you're looking at that, no immediate expected help uh, coming from this draft class, if that's the way you're looking at it.
1: Yeah, I, um, I I think you can you can definitely look at the off season picture Steve now very uncertain still very uncertain and say to yourself I see a path for how they fix wide receiver it perfectly oh, sure. meshes up with the wide receiver class in the draft there's going to be some fun free agent options yep very easy to see them fixing that the problem is as bad as the wide receiver group which again I don't think it's great thought they were okay tonight though thought that the the quarterback is the issue and it's really hard to look at
0: See you, Scotty. Happy, happy holidays to happy you. Happy
1: holidays, man. Um, It's really hard to look at this offseason and see a fix-it a fix at quarterback. So now, again, tossing out theories. Kevin and the group are saying we're going to give Baker every chance to prove he's the guy. We're going to place the faith in him that we believe needs placed. He can prove it. He can prove whether he's our guy or not, right? Yep. We're going to let him do everything. Now, they make a decision this offseason, Steve, and they say, We don't believe in him. We're going to look at other options. Maybe they don't find another option, right? They don't find a better option. Let him play it out. It's possible to me that they will shift the focus of this offense away from letting Baker win games for them to just overcoming him. I think you could see a complete shift in play calling approach next year. Where they say instead of saying go win us games, kid, in these situations or make these th-, and again, I don't think they're asking them to do a ton, but again, they're right, a, exactly. The, I think you could see a total reversal if they end up being forced to keep Mayfield, total reversal and approach and just getting as, as as cautious as possible. As cautious as possible. I'm again, I'm trying to get into the mind of what they're doing. Right. I do think they are trying to let him show that that he can do it, right? Like, show us you want the money. We're going to place the faith in you for 16 games. You tell us you can play Baker. We'll play you. The doctors say you're healthy enough to play. We'll play you. We're going to place the utmost faith in you for 16 games. We're going to back you in the media. We're going to say every chance we get, you're our starting quarterback. And I don't care how ugly it gets. You're our guy. Prove it to us. Prove it. If you prove it, you get your cash. If you don't. We're changing course completely next year. We're going to look for options. We might replace you. We might bring in stiff competition. If not, we're going to completely change and we're going to play in a conservative way that does not put you in the front of this offense. You're going to go to Jimmy G style where we don't use you unless we absolutely have to use you. That's what I think could be coming. So I think we're all just talking right now. We don't know the answer. Six games by six points or less, they've lost Steve. The quarterback play has been bad. They have had situations that they thought they could come into this year and the, the, they thought the, the wide receiver room could work out. There was a chance it could work out. Didn't work out. Jarvis has been beat up. COVID has come through the locker room the way we hoped it wouldn't. A whole bunch of weird things have happened. But like to me, it tells me that they had. A, I thought they had a pretty good plan going into this year and it just hasn't worked out. It just hasn't worked out. They've gotten the answer. I did a pod before the beginning of the season, Steve, about – you know, we're always optimistic before the season here's some stuff that could be a problem the biggest problem the fear was that mayfield wasn't going to pan out and i think we're looking at it it's it's truly in our lap we're, we're then looking what's at the it.
0: answer yeah
1: this yeah, is there, my it, question this is, this is the problem there is there this is isn't, this is my yeah.
0: question what's the answer who do you bring
1: in I don't know. I don't know. We don't know that answer. We don't know that answer. So that's my that's point. Why, yeah, that's, we
0: can argue about what they need to do, who they, they what's going to happen, this or that. There are no options. Yeah, that's the problem. That's what we're saying. No one's saying he's great. No one's saying he's the I'm, guy. I'm very open. There's to Matt no Ryan. options.
1: Yeah, I'm very open to Matt Ryan. I have no issue. I would have no issue with that. I don't. I I really don't. There there are, okay. there there are guys. I mean, but. Can you, can you do something to offset it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the answers. I'm a guy, an idiot behind a computer. All I'm saying is there are a lot of quarterbacks I'm open to. There are some people that think Baker can get healthy and rectify this whole thing. I don't fall into that group of people. There've been too many inconsistent things we've seen for too long from him. This is not a one-up can answer me this. And I'll throw it to Fred first and go to you, Steve Baker this year. Been pretty ugly. Have you, have, is this been a quarterback that you've never seen before, Fred? Like, is this version of Mayfield? You're like, no way, not him, all injuries, can't see it. Like, is that the feeling you get, or am I, or is it, is it a continuation of things we've seen that he struggled with the three years prior?
3: Just inconsistencies, you know, you, you, he gets it going and then, and then he breaks your heart. And, you know, and I think it's, it's just, a conjunction with the play calling and the whole thing. It's like I've said several times. I think that if you're a Browns fan, you believe in Mayfield, you almost hope that it's because of his shoulder injury. Everything traces back to that, that it's just, everything's off a little. Because because if it's not, then this is what you got. If if he's 100% healthy playing like this, you know, that, that just – you know, you get the feeling the coaching staff doesn't trust him. But then you got Nick Chubb. I was glad to see they finally went back and got him involved. I think the first drive again, he he kind of manhandled him in the passing game, which I've been calling for. And then they didn't use him again until they got behind 24-12 and had thrown three interceptions. So the answer to me is I'm just coming in late on this is I'm not sold on him but you don't pitch him to the curb until you got a better action or a better solution. I've seen this too many times that you, you know, are ready to get rid of them, but I've been watching, you know, 31, 32 guys come through here since 99 and he's definitely a good quarterback, but he's not a great quarterback. And the question is, can you upgrade it with a guy that's available? Most NFL quarterbacks are hard to come by and they're not going to be made available. Everybody can say, well, you know, Derek Carr, go get him or go get, you know, whether it's Matt Ryan or, you know, I don't even know what the options are. Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, all of them, if they become available, it's because there's, there's some problem somewhere because franchise type quarterbacks just, don't become available and I'm not a proponent to go draft another one because that's even a crap shoot. And it takes a, you know, a little time. So I think that, you know, they got to, they Andrew Barry, I don't think is married to him. And you become married to him if you give him the, the big contract. And I think right now that they'll head into the off season saying, we gave you 18 million next year. And you know, That'll be your prove it year. But meanwhile, you're going to turn over every stone and see if you can find a better answer in the offseason. If you can't, then you got to go with what you got.
1: Steve, I'll throw it to you. Do you think he can come back from it? Is he is a is a really good quarterback, a $35 million a year quarterback in there still. I, I mean that's what they're that's the question they're asking in Berea right now. Right. Is that guy in there? That's a, that's what we're trying to figure out.
0: I don't know. It's so it's been bizarre this year because um, some of the things you asked the question, you know, is this new or is this some of the same things that he's struggled with in the past? And I think it's it's been because you and I've talked about this here. We've talked about it on your pod. We've talked about it in text and in print and some other places with all of his limitations. And they were apparent, uh, you know, the inconsistency, the streakiness, however you want to phrase it. Mm-hmm. Um, struggling to adjust post-snap and, and being baited and all that kind of stuff. There were certain things that for the first three years he was consistent on. The deep ball accuracy was always near the top of the league. When he saw it and had time to throw the ball 20, 25 or more downfield, he was one of the best in the league. He was really, really good at that. Um, and he was last year and in you know his rookie year making the schemed up plays that you show us in the All-22 over and over and over this year he hasn't done that anything beyond the first read has been a crapshoot is putting it likely and when he has thrown the ball downfield he has missed so many of those throws that he never missed before which early in the year you remember our conversations I asked you because you know quarterback mechanics I know how finely tuned and repetitive they have to be could the shoulder be affecting the deep ball accuracy because if it moves your your um uh, you know, if it moves your release point by a half of an inch, that changes the ball by a yard and a half by the time it reaches a 30 yard destination. That's just physics. That's the way it goes. So, but it, can he get it back? I think so. And I think you're right. I've come around to, you've told me this before. Uh, I think you've said this publicly. Uh, I hope I'm not outing you here. You've said his ceiling is Kirk cousins. And I think yeah. in this offense, with the schemed-up open plays that we've talked about ad nauseum and the running game and the improving defense and all that kind of stuff, you can compete. You can win a division. You can compete for a conference championship and perhaps in the right year even compete for a Super Bowl championship with that level of quarterback play. He's fallen far short of that this year. Uh, If he can get back to that level next year, then they're going to have an even more difficult decision next offseason. Because then what do you do? You know, I mean, we saw it play out with with Kirk Cousins, not the Kirk Cousins types, but Kirk Cousins himself. Do you pay him that money or do you franchise him and all that other stuff? And we saw how ugly that got when he was uh, in Washington. So I'm not answering your question because there is no answer to your there question
1: there somebody, isn't one. we don't there, know there is yeah and somebody up earlier asked and said the same thing we can talk about this till we're blue in the face but it doesn't matter what we no. think i mean it's truly we're going to get clues you're never going to get andrew barry or kevin stefanski to outright say it right there's never going to be anybody outright say it but their their actions in the albert breer comment from this week starts to tell you what they're going to do. And I'm not taking that Deshaun Watson stuff seriously, but there are rumblings that are growing in the NFL about them looking at other quarterbacks. Now there's a question that was asked during the game about, I think even uh, a a great uh, Quincy Avery, who does work on quarterback mechanics with a ton of guys across the league said, doesn't think Baker has to Baker's that bad. He's got mechanic issues, mechanical issues that keep popping up. Why he can't do certain things. Can't throw left. Right. Um, his feet tied to his eyes with, uh, with, with, when going through progressions. And this is what Mayfield had said previously in the off season about working with somebody. I don't need someone to teach me how to throw, do a three-step drop. I can look at film and be critical of myself throughout this process. I've had help from people around me, uh, along the way and try to make things from different, take things from different people. Anytime I'm around somebody, I ask questions. I do not act like I have it all figured out. Uh, There's always room to improve and take things from there, but I would not say that I would go to the beach and swim through the ocean and try to learn how to play quarterback by doing that. Some of the best to ever do it worked with gurus on how to consistently refine your mechanics because, okay, they do it because it's a muscle memory thing. Mm -hmm. It is just like shooting free throws. It's just like hitting the fastball. It's a muscle memory thing. When the mind is going crazy, when chaos is happening around you, how well can you repeat those mechanics? And that's why Tom Brady works with uh, Tom House, one of the best mechanic gurus to ever do it. Will Mayfield swallow the pride and get over that stuff and work with somebody who will help him repeat those mechanics? That's what I think it boils down to. I really do. Fred, I want to open the table to you on any other thoughts from the game. We're kind of getting to the point where Steve and I have said all the same things to each other 17 times, which is pretty much every podcast we do. But <laughs> I do want to let you, Fred, riff on any other things from the game that you came away with. Like we talked about the defense giving up the only three points in the second half. So yeah, the floor is yours, my friend.
3: Well, I mean, you probably talked about this too, but I mean, I cannot get past. I made it a point in my grief and mango. angle, the kicking game. Killed them today because they have an opening drive touchdown. You, you miss the extra point. That zaps momentum. I don't care what anybody says. You're chasing that point the rest of the game. So they go for two. And so they're down 14 12 instead of 14 14. What, what did it end up here at the end? They're going to either win the game or send it to overtime. And he shouldn't, you know, he forced that throw for the interception, but they wouldn't even. You know, done that. I think they'd have just continued to throw the or give the ball to Nick Chubb and and uh, you know if they get down close enough, try the field goal. If not, go to overtime. But it's it's you know all these games in the NFL, even if you're good or close games, and you got to have a kicker that you can count on. And I get it; it's the first game, but I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, you're going to go with these 23, 24 year olds, both of them and hoping you have them for a long-term, but you're trying to compete and play right now for a championship. And the kicking game has, you could say, cost them two, three games this year. Jamie Gillen dropped that punt you know, against Kansas City, and that turned that whole game around. They might have still lost, but that sure shifted it momentum big time to the Chiefs. One more win, where would that set them in your scenario, okay? Think about, you know, even just the Raiders game last week by missing that field goal to end the half McLaughlin that, you know, put them in a bind again. They ended up, yeah, they might've kicked the field goal instead of scored the touchdown to tie the game. But again, you put yourself in those positions. And today I think, you know, that, that just, we saw it before you miss an extra point, you know, kind of kills a lot of the momentum from the touchdown drive. And so, I don't know if they'd ever got, if they would have been in position to kick a field goal, if they would have went for it or just felt like they had to score a touchdown. We'll never know. But, um, that was, you know, that was a big, you know, situation in the game as well. Then he makes a field goal, but who knows what happens, you know, beyond that. Um, other than that, I thought Schwartz reappeared hadn't seen him since the opener, uh, Caught a touchdown pass and had two big reverses for 24 yards. Um, they had tried that a few times with him. He had the one good one against the Chiefs in the opener, but, but teams were just waiting for it. He almost seems like a surprise element. If he's not in the tape for two or three games, then they're overlooking. But it was good to see him have a little production. Disappointed, Donovan Peoples-Jones. You know, I really think he's got a lot of potential. He just doesn't make that catch when you need the catch. You know, again, he did that last week against the Raiders down inside the 10. And then, you know, then tonight, I think he should have caught that ball. That would have put him down, you know, right there inside the 15 or whatever it was. So, and then you look at that too. And they had like an eight-minute drive, got down to the thirteen and then you had uh i think a false start and two two sacks there was one drive they had two false starts and two sacks i think mm-hmm. that was the one they had to punt on fourth and 27 yep. but the previous drive they got a field goal but they got down to the 13 and again you know shot themselves in the foot it it just seems like when you're talking about Mayfield whether it's the it just seems everything goes bad on third and fourth down on, they get sacked a lot and gets, you know, everything seems to break down. But I just think that it really, today's real simple. You know, you give up four interceptions and you don't take it away. What was the the Packers that were 30 and 0 if they had, you know, won the turnover battle. Uh, One of them probably, but today they would have won if they wouldn't have turned it over four times, you know, you could almost argue three turnovers, you know, those first three turnovers, they might've been over to overcome. If he doesn't throw, you know, the game winning interception there, which I grant what should have been at least the defensive hold, but you know, you can't hold out for a call, you know, so it is, it is, you know, these games with the Browns watching them, you know, I'm sure it is as a fan as well, because just trying to write stories and cover it is exhausting. They they take the they take the life out of you. You know, it's like the emotions they they're down and out. Then they rally and you think, oh, my gosh, this is going to be a miracle on 34th Street. You know, you know, either Mayfield leads them down after he hadn't been able to do it all year. And he's going to lead them down to win against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers in Lambeau. And they find a way to, to not do it. (laughs) Or the rookie kicker comes off, never kicked and kicks the game winner from 50 yards, you know? So, you know, it's kind of all over the place. It was pretty simple. You know, they just, good teams just find a way to win. And uh, you know, The defense gets the stops late. It was similar. I watched kind of the end of that Baltimore game last week with Green Bay, and you kind of got the same feeling. Green Bay's kind of stalling out. Instead of the offense just getting a first down, putting the game away, you know, they they were letting Baltimore back in it and they let the Browns back in it. But then ultimately the Browns couldn't, you know, make it make it when it counted. And it's it's very frustrating. And I think it all points back that the decision you make on number six, you know, what you're going to do because you got the line, you got the running backs, the running game. You might need a little more receivers. I think if anything, they over estimated the impact of Landry and Beckham, you know, this year that they were good at wide receiver, but ultimately they didn't really make any additions on offense. And that I think, you know might might have played into it but the big decision is always the quarterback and what you're going to do and I just think that you got to search high and low and see if you can get a better option or at least if you can get something that you think is almost as good as him yeah I don't know if you can do that financially but he right now is just definitely you know too inconsistent you know to count on to win a game when you need to
1: Yep, they're seven and eight guys. They've lost six games by six points or less. You win half of those, you know. You're nine and five. How about
3: you win one of them? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm like win two, win two. You're you're nine and six. uh, Fred, I know
0: you're old enough to remember this. This is the emotion of watching this team. This you like you said it takes it out of you. It's it's kind of like the cardiac kids year, except we were happy at the end of those games. It's it's like the same level of exhausting that watching the cardiac kids were, but at least at the end of those games, they found a way to pull it out. So, and again, you know, because I know we're getting ready to wrap it up here, I'll say again, I, we've said it all week. We get some help tomorrow.
1: Chiefs last two and danger.
0: Bengals. If those two games go our way tomorrow, Chiefs beat Pittsburgh, Bengals beat Baltimore they win their last two, it's pretty close to, you know, I'm not going to say it. If they win their last two, they have a really good chance to win the AFC North if they can get help from those two games tomorrow. So I, you know, and, you know, hopefully we're getting a uh, Jadavion Clowney back, maybe Jedrick Wills back. You know, some of these guys that are on the COVID list, they come back for these games. Now, how, how strong are they? Are they weakened by COVID? Like, you know, like Nick has, has been like miles was last year, that kind of stuff. I don't know, but getting those guys back obviously would help. So, that's what we got tomorrow. If we can get the Chiefs and the Bengals to win tomorrow, guys, we got at least one more week of it's right there in front of them for the take, another last, last chance that they have.
1: Yeah, some good news I want to share before we take off. My dad um, has been a kidney failure for six years. He got a kidney overnight.
2: Um, oh, and accepted that's so they, great, man. Yeah,
1: man, just got out of surgery. It seems like, you know, it's sad because something happened to the kidney to arrive. but Right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Nonetheless, they called him Christmas morning at 2 a.m., got his surgery done, and I just got a text. He's out, and looks like everything went well, so pretty good Christmas for the family all around, and uh, Steve, Fred, I hope you guys had a great Christmas, and there's about 77 of you guys hanging out with us. Don't let this ruin your night. Don't let this ruin your Christmas day, man. Go have fun with your families. Drink a couple beers, and uh, have a great night, everybody. Have a great, great night for Fred, for Steve. For the OBR group, we appreciate you guys supporting us. I'll be on tomorrow uh, to uh, post some film. Um, I know Fred will write some stuff up. He's already posted tonight, the Greetham angle. He'll post something tomorrow. I'll get on and do a Twitch show of the offense film, uh, and then we'll get together for defense on Tuesday, the usual Chalk Talk stuff. We love you guys. Have a great Christmas. Do not let this ruin your Christmas. Thanks for the support. Guys, have a great night, and we sign off with our usual. Go Browns. Save
0: the next for Christmas. me, Clark.